Welcome to Peterson's Bowhunting Radio, presented by Easton's new Ultra Micro Diameter Injection Arrows. Injection utilizes the new Deep Six standard for more big game penetration than ever before. Learn more about the injection today at www.eastonarchery.com. Now here's your host of Peterson's Bowhunting Radio, Editor Christian Burr. All right, welcome back to Peterson's Bowhunting Radio. We are the voice of bowhunting, and as always, we're glad that you've taken some time out of your day to celebrate the great sport of bowhunting, archery, and everything that goes along with it. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit of scent control, uh, one of the uh, most popular and probably controversial topics in the world of bow hunting. And uh, lots of new developments, new technologies coming on the market all the time. And I don't know about all you listeners out there, but I know sometimes I have a hard time keeping up with everything that's happening in the world of scent control. So today, we've got a gentleman on the line who can help clear up some of the confusion. I'm happy to welcome Michael Swan. Michael's the Director of Marketing at Robinson Outdoor Products, uh, maker of scent blocker uh, garments. Michael, really appreciate your time. Thanks for being on Bowhunting Radio. Hey, thanks a lot, Christian. Really happy to be here. Well, listen, Michael, I know uh, it's an exciting year at Robinson because you guys have got a brand new scent control technology that is just going to hit the market here uh, this summer and fall, and the bow hunters out there are going to be able to get their hands on it for the first time. But uh, it's exciting, and it's also a challenge for you guys because you're making this shift and uh, obviously, scent blocker has been a big name in the world of activated carbon, and your cold fusion products have had a great uh, reputation over recent years. Tell me a little bit about uh, what happened, uh, you know, inside the walls of Robinson Outdoor Products to signify this shift from uh, cold fusion and activated carbon to a brand new technology that you guys are talking about with this Trinity. Well, I appreciate the opportunity to uh, to try to clarify. Cold Fusion was uh, actually had a different application process than a lot of the other carbon hunting apparel that was out there. So um, by by its nature, it had limitations, and, and we were aware of those limitations. So we had a conscious effort for uh, a little over nine years to actually come up with something that we could apply that would be thinner. Uh, typically, activated carbon requires a liner to actually uh, keep that uh, material, that compound, uh, away from your skin or your internal layers. Uh, with that, uh, obviously, it comes bulk. It's a little bit more restrictive, and uh, by its nature, it's it's a natural product, and there's inconsistencies with with the natural compound like that. So, um, uh, not unlike uh, conventional oil versus synthetic oil, uh, there are properties that can be engineered into a synthetic compound that allowed us to actually uh, optimize and uh, accentuate the the positive properties of an absorbent material. Gotcha. Uh, it, what we're using is a polymeric resin, and it's optimized to absorb uh, human scent control, human scent molecules into the into the compound. It's actually got uh, a greater surface area, which allows it to absorb more of those human scent molecules, creating an actual more effective absorbent compound. Okay. And so by its nature, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, just so, so, so here's where we're at, right? Um, you know, activated carbon uh, definitely works. 
you can do all kinds of tests. As you said, it's a natural uh, ad adsorptive material. It definitely will absorb odors. Um, and it's been used you know, with, with success for a long time. But like you said, it's got its limitations. And as a bow hunter, um, other diehard bow hunters that are out there listening, you know, the carbon clothing, as Michael said, can be a little bit bulky, a little hot in, uh, you know, warm weather and obviously has limitations in terms of, uh, you know, how much odor it can absorb uh, when it reaches capacity. We don't need to go into all of the background on that, Michael. Certainly the issue of activated carbon and its efficacy is a hotly debated topic in the world of hunting. But suffice it to say that uh, you guys had been in development of this for a long time, and so this trinity that you're talking about, you've got this, you say, uh, a polymer resin, uh, in layman's terms, basically, we're talking about when, when we say a polymer, it's some kind of a, a plastic, if you will. I mean, not to oversimplify, but is is that basically right? It's some kind of a a, a plastic that you can coat fabric with. Uh, well, I, I guess I'm not exactly a chemist, but I, I believe you are right. It is a, a plastic-like compound. Uh, it's got a, a very uh, very hard material. Uh, we have to grind it. It's actually a, a pretty uh, tough process to get it crushed down fine enough to be able to create the surface area that we're looking for. But having said that, it provides fantastic attributes that make it much more flexible uh, in application. Uh, we're able to provide dot matrix patterns onto uh, single layer ultra lightweight wicking uh, fabrics that allow us to have incredible scent control kinetics, uh, yet have a highly breathable, cool uh, shirt that um, we're calling the uh, 1.5 performance shirt. It's, it's got incredible efficacy, yet it's very comfortable to wear, uh, particularly helpful in like run and gun hunt situations um, when you're potentially elk hunting in the mountains and you've got a lot of travel to do. Uh, it also is ideal for early season bow hunting uh, for whitetail, for example. Uh, I know here in Minnesota, uh, you know, early season is still, you know, you're in the 80s and uh, wearing uh, some of the scent control a product that we've had in the past, and as we discussed, a little bit warm, um, we're able to really create a whole new flexible line of apparel uh, with incredible scent control. So uh, it's pretty exciting. So let's talk a little bit about the differences. Um, you know, I know a little bit about carbon. Kind of let's compare. Uh, of course, I don't know anything about Trinity because it's brand new. I know with carbon, you know, they'd always say if you looked at uh, – you know, a piece of activated carbon under the microscope, there'd be all these nooks and crannies, okay? So all these pores would be places where odor molecules would attach. There was something about that carbon that would basically draw those organic compounds, um, you know, Correct. that would form the on vandal. the body, and they'd go in there and kind of stick to the carbon. And, and then that would prevent the odor from obviously escaping into the air uh, around your tree. Um how does the Trinity work? Is it a similar concept? And if it's different, you know, explain that to me and explain why, sure. you know, it's better than, than the old technology. Well, you, you, you've described how carbon actually works really pretty well. And uh, the, same, uh, the same theory and functionality of uh, a Trinity molecule is very in, in line with what you just described. Um, what it breaks down to is a, a, a more... Um, complex surface area, which has what they call a van der Waals force, and that's uh, the attraction that sucks a set molecule 
uh, into the surface area of the compound. Now, if you're to take a tiny speck of this uh, trinity, this looks like a little piece of dust or something like that. If you were to flatten that thing out with all those surfaces, crevices, valleys, peaks, uh, and flatten that out, it would be about the size of a postage stamp. Now, if you were to take uh, one of our typical um, tops, say, for example, the Smackdown or the Super Freak, and take all those little specks of Trinity and were to flatten out all those little tiny uh, specks of Trinity material and add up all those little uh, specks, it would turn into a postage stamp that would turn into up to 16 football fields of surface area, which all has the Van der Waals force, which attracts that human molecule. Uh, creating really there's just so much absorptive power within a single garment that uh, it just really uh, tests out like we you know reference some testing everything we do is third party independent independent testing we're finding that it actually can work up to 40 percent better than uh, activated carbon and up to 200 percent better than zeolite so um, with pound for pound uh, there's there's nothing quite like it and its synthetic nature has allowed us to really tune in on the aspects that we're trying to get to, which is to attract that human set molecule. So tell me a little bit more about your testing, Michael. Who, or, you know, who did you commission to do your testing and, and uh, how do they actually do it? Do they get a bunch of uh, bow hunters to run around and get sweaty and stinky and put this stuff on <laughs> and, you know, come sniff them or, or what do they do? Well, I, to be honest, Christian, I don't have the details of that, but I would be happy to put you in touch with uh, Keith Edberg, who uh, managed all that testing. He's done it all through our, our cold fusion products, and uh, he also went to the, uh, those research laboratories uh, to conduct the tests that are, I, I will say are actually tuned to uh, as close to human odor as possible, and, uh, and I know that he'd be happy to provide maybe a little segment that could help. Uh, sure. cover that piece absolutely you know another thing i'm wondering about is regeneration of course that was one of the most controversial aspects of activated carbon there was a lot of disagreement and confusion in the marketplace i think amongst hunters even maybe between some of the players in the activated carbon market over mm -hmm. you know how how much you could regenerate or whether you could even regenerate at all, you know, by putting into a clothes dryer or whether it had to be in an environment, you know, even hotter than a clothes dryer and something sure, about, sure. you know, that heat uh, supposedly releasing uh, all those odor molecules from the nooks and crannies in the carbon and then that would free that carbon up to again, okay, absorb some additional odor molecules when you take it back out into the field. How does regeneration work with Trinity and how does it compare to, you know, what, you might have seen with an activated carbon product. Uh, again, you, you've described it really well. Um, and fundamentally, Trinity technology works on the same premise. Uh, it does, again, because it's a, an engineered compound. It's actually got some features that, uh, again, outperform the carbon. So what, what the way you say that uh, when it's heated in, a, for example, a clothes dryer, it brings it up to temperature, expels those human molecules from uh, the Trinity pores, um, our uh, training technology will actually release those odor molecules at a lower uh, heat. Uh, so certainly a, a closed dryer is more than enough to be able to uh, get those uh, molecules to expel. Mm -hmm. and, and not only that, and according to the, all the testing that we've done so far, it actually, after the first regeneration, it increases efficacy. And then from the testing from that point forward, it actually holds uh, nearly a horizontal line across the, uh, the drying cycles. So after repeated testing, it continues to outperform 
everything else that we've tested it against. So uh, by its nature, a synthetic engineered properties and compound basically outperforms everything else that we've been able to work on. Right. And of course, you know, taking that line of, of thinking a step further in regards to the comparison of the two technologies is, um, you know, in addition to the to the discussion that always takes place in terms of carbon when it comes to regeneration, there's also obviously a, a product life, okay? There's a product life associated with everything that we use out there in the field. But, but there was always, um, you know, maybe a lack of... Um, definitive answer when it came to you know how many times could you take an activated carbon you know hunting jacket wash it dry it wear it wash it dry it, where at what point does it kind of lose its effectiveness and uh what do you guys see with trinity it sounds like you're saying you kind of expect the the effective lifespan of these garments to be longer than what you might expect with a carbon product well, uh, to the best of my knowledge, we've not yet uh, burned out the garment all the way through yet. Um, as you can imagine, it's a, a synthetic compound, as, as we described, a polymeric resin. Um, it, all the testing that we've done up to this point has shown that it's been lasted as long as carbon. And uh, I don't know of an end-of-life uh, timeline that's been attributed to, uh, to the Trinity compound so far. Gotcha. So... Um... So just to kind of sum up the, the shift here at Robinson, with this Trinity, this is um, starting with all the products that you'll have come out uh, here in 2013. So as people are shopping uh, for new uh, hunting duds, uh, as the archery seasons approach here later in the summer and into the fall, when they see uh, products out on the shelf, you know, at Cabela's, uh, what other retailers uh, online etc if they see a robinson product with that scent blocker shield um that's going to be all trinity starting this year and uh, there's not going to be any more carbon products in the robinson line is that is that right that is correct um robinson outdoors has, has stepped away as of uh, 2013 all sales of our carbon based hunting apparel so there certainly is a, a lot of carbon, I would imagine, still out on the marketplace and uh, retailers with some older inventory. Um, I know that um, for a fact, um, after the 2013 year, everything that we've ordered has been 100% uh, Trinity technology. Gotcha. Um, you know, we recognize, and we don't want, you know, we're certainly not um, want don't want anybody to think that cold fusion carbon technology is anything less than fantastic. Because, quite frankly, again, and uh, all the testing we've done, it has performed outstanding um, but again uh, you know the nature of robinson outdoors has always been innovation our, and our company theme literally is based on always improving the hunter's experience so um, with the introduction of truck uh, trinity products you'll see them clearly marked uh, on the shelf with a, a trinity logo and so you'll be able to differentiate the difference between a cold fusion carbon product and uh, a trinity technology uh, site control apparel okay absolutely so so, yeah, I mean, I think that's important for people to keep in mind because as we kind of discussed a little bit um, just before we hopped on the uh, on the uh, uh, hit the record button this morning is, uh, you know, you guys have been known in that that carbon marketplace for a long time now. So it's, uh, you know, people need to be aware that this Trinity is a big shift. And so they can look for some uh, not only enhanced effectiveness in the scent uh, control side of things, but 
some enhanced functionality of your garments from a technical standpoint in terms of breathability, lighter weight, and uh, all those other things that you can do that you may have been more limited in your ability to get exactly where you might have liked with some of those garments in the past. Yeah, and you know, I'd like to make uh, another point. Uh, something that's important to keep in mind uh, when when you are looking at uh, the variety of products on the shelf is that uh, the training technology uh, took, again, almost 10 years to, to get perfected. And uh, when it came time for us to reintroduce or to introduce uh, this, this new product, we felt it was important to get it into the hands of hunters. So when you start looking at price point down those shelves, um, you'll be able to actually um, purchase or acquire your Trinity uh, apparel without having to pay more for uh, one of our garments. Trinity, uh, we, we know competitively outperforms, and uh, when you go to look at price point, we did not raise our retail on, on our products. So you're still able to get a fantastic bow hunting uh, garment, and you're not going to pay a premium for uh, Trinity versus uh, some of the other uh, carbon products or ZLI products that are available. Gotcha. Now... You know, another thing that we discussed a little bit, and I'd like to get into it here, is, um, you know, even once you, okay, we've explained the technology, the shift from the carbon to this polymer resin, and the increased surface area, uh, the increased ability to absorb the odors, uh, the increased uh, uh, durability of the product as well. But now we go out into the field, okay, now I'm going to put this stuff on and actually go out and hunt. And you mentioned something right before I started recording today's show about proving, you know, how do you prove a negative? That's your hardest job as the director of marketing at, at Robinson is how do you prove a negative? And what I, what I mean is this, okay, I'm a believer in, in scent control. And... Um, you know, obviously a, beer, a deer or elk's, you know, best defense is its nose, and I take a variety of uh, measures, okay, when I go out and hunt to control, you know, my scent from everything from, you know, personal hygiene to the clothing to a variety of other uh, products and, and uh, techniques that are available. Um, other people, you know, don't worry about it as much, and so I have friends who like to tell me the stories about, um, you know, the big buck that they shot with the cigarette hanging out of their mouth, okay? And, of course, you can't <laughs> deny that because there's the guy and there's him and his big buck. And, and yeah, he, he had a cigarette hanging out of his mouth when he shot the deer. And so, um, you know, you put two guys in a tree and one guy, you know, they both killed deer. And one guy was worrying all your stuff and one guy wasn't really doing anything. And it's like, well, how do you prove that... Uh, you know, okay, this guy shot the, the the buck never would have come in because it came from downwind, and if he hadn't worn a scent blocker, you know, how do you really tell people, okay, you know, I can talk to you for an hour about Trinity technology, and I can show you the lab reports, but at the end of the day, your customers are out there in the field, and it kind of becomes anecdotal. What do you tell people about how they can really evaluate uh, the effectiveness of the product in terms of what they experience when they're out bow hunting? Well, I tell you what, that's that's a great question. Of course, I think an entire industry has basically kind of had to face that in, in many different ways. And, and over the period of time, there are believers, there are non-believers. Um, I would expect that probably most hunters are like me. I've only got a certain amount of time, and I'm able to go out to the woods and do my best to find, find the biggest deer that I can find and, uh, and try to close the gap and close the deal. And uh, if, you, if you were to look at... Uh, uh, statistics, of course, you can certainly play the wind, um, but when you are uh, limited, you're going to try to get every single odd in your favor. And so 
um, you, you, you hit on something that I think is important, and you say, I send control systems. So, you know, you can put on a, a Trinity garment, you know, and not wash your hair and walk through the gas station and do all kinds of things and go out to the woods, and that, that Trinity scent control is probably not going to serve you as well as it might when you take the time to, as you mentioned, personal hygiene, using headgear, using gloves, spraying down with TI4 spray to eliminate the scent off your boots and your, your gear. So... Um, when it comes down to it, you know, there, there's so many hunting shows. We work with some of the biggest, some of the smallest uh, uh, pros that are out in the field using our gear. And over the course of the last summer, um, many were out in the field. And, of course, they're recording. And I can I can share with you the example after example of, of guys in the stand with the cameraman. So double your exposure there and, uh, and having bucks directly downwind and basically not getting busted and and when you start trying to trying to slam those odds and put them in your favor uh, it, it becomes part of a strategy that you take every every um, chance you can to eliminate that sense and, and get closer i understand the guy with the cigarette i think i've heard that story a few times myself but uh you know i'm going to say to a certain extent luck and uh being probably down the wind was uh was in his favor sure absolutely um you know, and that's what actually this particular guy that I'm thinking about, that's what he says. He doesn't smoke anymore, but he used to, and and he killed a lot of, you know, deer over the years that he was a smoker, and he actually, he you know, he did have the wind in his favor when he killed that buck, and that's what he said. He said, you know, um, my cigarette was a great wind indicator, and he always would know if he saw a deer coming, you know, if the smoke was going towards the deer, um, he wasn't going to kill it, you know, and if the smoke was drifting away from the deer, he had a really good chance of killing that deer. But absolutely, I mean, the wind the wind was a factor, but, uh, you know, still kind of a naysayer nonetheless on all these scent control products. But um, you mentioned, you know, the different pro staffers, the people who have been out filming, testing, um, you know, feel free to drop a few names uh you know, who's been out there using this product and do you have any, you know, anecdotes in particular about, you know, sure. situations that you've heard, maybe a couple of little hunting stories you want to share? Well, I, I, I can think of two off the top. And the first one, I guess, is really exciting. It's a name we've all heard before. Um, Michael Waddell, bone collector. Um, he actually shot uh, the biggest buck of his career just this last year. Uh, he was in a brand new um, scent blocker, uh, spider web safety apparel. Uh, the outfitter version has got Trinity technology, and basically what uh, what the outfitter is is it's a fair uh, a pair of uh, safety bibs, safety apparel. It's like a pair of pants you slip it on. It's got a removable bungee tether, uh, no buckles, no straps, no no nothing to get in your way basically. But uh, he he was wearing uh, the the brand new set that uh, that we had sent out to him to try out and give us some feedback on. It was their prototype set up, but uh, fully loaded with the Trinity technology. Sure enough, uh, he got an opportunity on a, on a farm out in Kansas, a uh, buck. He's uh, titled Stone Cold, 192 inches. That deer is right downwind, chasing the doe, uh, walked right up through him, and uh, he was able to get an opportunity on that deer. And I can tell you that uh, we had a believer you know, that fast. Sure. I also have seen lots of footage of, uh, of scent blockers most wanted throughout, uh, again, this last season. Uh, time after time after time, Bob Richardson is in the tree again with a cameraman, which doubles your exposure. And they had deer swirling winds. You know, they've got the, the wind uh, detector out and blowing it out. And you can see that, uh, you know, chaos in the woods. But uh, 
again and again. They were were not detected. And uh, the fact that uh, they're they're fully geared, they're using the full strategy with the sprays, the gloves, the headgear, the face mask, you know, the whole strategy uh, really can't help close the gap and, and get you, uh, I believe, more opportunities on, on uh, the time you have in the woods. It's uh, it's a good transition between that story, and that's awesome too. A hundred, I'd like to kill a hundred ninety-two inch buck. <laughs> I'll take one hundred seventy-five. I'm still trying to crack a hundred and seventy. You know, my big. Yeah, like I'm wishing, wish big. So yeah, it uh, that's that's uh, that's really cool, and look forward to imagine that's going to be on TV soon if it hasn't been already. So. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not. I don't know if that episode is aired yet. I'll have to look for it. But uh, good transition, as I was starting to say, to uh, discussing the spider web because that was the next thing I wanted to move over to. It's not. Uh, it's not directly tied to scent control, but uh, it's definitely uh, a unique and really um, interesting product, especially for all those guys out there who give me every excuse under the sun for not putting on their safety harness. You know, that's one thing. If you'll allow me, mm-hmm. Michael, to get on my soapbox for just a minute, you know, and get a little preachy, yeah. I am still amazed <laughs> by the number of people I meet, both casually and, you know, hunting friends that I have that go up into their tree stands all the time without uh, a safety harness. And uh, you're just asking for trouble. It's ridiculous. The new harnesses that are out there on the market, um, you know, with all due respect to everybody, you know, there are a number of manufacturers making very, you know, easy to use harnesses now. And so as much as, uh, you know, Michael will want you to buy uh, a scent blocker, product or a tree spider product at least use one you know use the one that came with your tree stand for lord's sakes you know Mm -hmm. don't go up there without your harness but uh tree spider and this new spider web bib that you guys have is going to further you know erode people's resistance i hope to being safe in their tree because as you started to explain you've incorporated one of your tree spider harnesses directly into these uh, spider web bibs and as you said there's two versions there's the outfitter version which i guess is pretty much for you know cooler to cold weather and then you've got a lighter weight version for uh earlier in the season but these things basically have the um got your leg straps and everything right inside the bibs themselves you can't see them they're they're in the middle there between the the layers of fabric but you just put these bibs on and uh you know buckle your suspenders and you're good to go man you've got the tether coming right off the back of the bibs you guys have a jacket a trinity jacket that kind of goes with that system that's got a slit right in the back where you can feed your tether through and so you don't even have to worry about remembering your harness anymore or you know trying to fumble around with those straps when you get out of the truck if you've got your bibs on you're set and you're going to be safe up there in the tree yeah, you, you, you hit the nail on the head there. Ease of use, I, I think, is probably one of the bigger challenges. Um, you know, you get buckles and straps and try to untangle things. And, and we've done, I think, a real good job with the tree spider line and, and uh, stripping down the profile and ease of use and, and uh, creating uh, buckles and um, straps and everything that are tight and compact and quiet. Um, but uh, but the spider web, as you as you really did a pretty good job of uh, providing an overview, make it even that much simpler. You know, because quite frankly, sometimes they 
uh, harnesses will get left in the trunk or they'll be forgotten at home. Um, you know, we've always had the spider speed clips, which will allow it to buckle into a scent blocker jacket, um, which makes one less thing to have to carry. It's just incorporated into your, into your jacket. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with the, with the spider web, um, we've made it uh, that much easier. It's, it's just a great pair of hunting pants. Uh, as it stands, it's a great scent blocker garment. It's got excellent uh, zippers and, and the top camel patterns, pockets in the right places, etc. Um, but by incorporating the, the safety right into the bib, like you mentioned, you don't even know that it's on, and all it takes is slipping in, zipping up, and a snap, and you're done. Um, but with the removable bungee tethers, It'll basically allow you to maybe go out in the morning, go ahead, climb up in your stand, clip in, do your hunt. Uh, when it's time to come down and you decide you want to go walk for pheasants or, you know, go ahead look for some ducks or, or whatever you might want to do, uh, by removing that bungee tether, you've just got a great pair of hunting pants. Uh, the, the MSRP on these products are, are very, very reasonable. But frankly, you could go out and buy a set of bibs, um, and it would cost as much as you could buy our bibs with safety in incorporated in them uh, for, a, for a very competitive price. So uh, we feel we've kind of hit a sweet spot here. And uh, and it just provides one less excuse for somebody to not use safety at the end of the day. Um, you know, I think we all know somebody who's not doing it for a variety of reasons. But uh, at this point now, we're, you know, we're trying to make it a seamless experience. It just makes sense to do it. Oh, absolutely. You know, and, and like I said, uh, anything you can do to get more people to be hunting safely is is the name of the game you know and i'm all for that because um you know just get tired of seeing the stories every fall about you know dads and sons and brothers you know dying out there for about no good reason you know i mean as much as i love bow hunting i can't think of uh really a stupider reason to die than I didn't wear my safety harness, you know, and I say that with all due respect and sympathy for anyone who's listening, you know, that's lost a loved one, but, you know, it's just tragic because it didn't have to happen, so uh, I I hope you guys have good success with that product and and people use it, you know, Uh, it's all there for you, all you got to do is clip in, so so do it for sure. Um, What else uh, do you want to touch on, Michael? Uh, It's been a lot of new things for for Robinson and for Scent Blocker this year. Are there some loose ends that we need to tie up? Well, I I tell you, I appreciate the opportunity. You're you're not kidding. There's it's been an incredible year uh, for for Robinson Outdoors this year. We've uh, as many as you may know, we've got the the Sola Women's Hunting Apparel line uh, that uh, we've worked uh, in coordination with uh, Nicole Reeve or Nicole Jones, as some might know her as from Driven TV. Um, who is a, a well-known um, female hunter who has helped us develop a really high-end, um, made-for-women hunting apparel uh, series. And that's gone over a, a pretty good uh, review this last year. And you'll see that in the, in the 2013 season, we've introduced over 10 new items into the, into the women's line, SOA, uh, which, you know, with, with uh, movies like Brave and The Hunger Games has really, I think, heightened the level of... Uh, of hunting or bow hunting in particular, uh, which of course we're all excited about here. Um, uh, the women hunters seems to be really uh, more tuned in to trying to find not just hand-me-downs to go out and hit the tree. They're really looking for something that's made for them. And uh, so we feel real, real happy this year that we're able to bring so many great new uh, products. And that, and that's not just uh, hunting apparel, uh, you know, jacket and pants. That's like uh, the SmackDown and the Super Freak, but we've also, 
uh, brought a lot more uh, hats, gloves, apparels, the accessories, really to give a whole compliment to uh, to to the woman hunter. Gotcha. Um, so it's, you know, one of the. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, you know, so as we sit here, you know, heading the end of March here, looking looking ahead to, you know, getting into April here around the corner. I know you guys don't have all this new Trinity product on the shelves yet. What is the timing for people to look for Trinity availability uh, out there uh, at the retailers? That's uh, a great question. And as a marketing person, I'm on the balance to try to get everybody educated and aware of the changes that have just happened uh, by, by stepping away from carbon and moving to Trinity. Um, uh, our shipments will start uh, leaving the warehouse here around June, uh, maybe even a little earlier than June. And then you'll find most of your retailers uh, by August are, are going to have uh, everything out on the shelves. So you'll see June, July, potentially, um, new product hitting the shelves, and uh, to be honest, we're really excited about that. We, we're really anxious to uh, to get consumers' feedback and start hearing what the consumers are finding about this because, you know, there's just so many great advantages to uh, the type of garment that we're able to produce now. Uh, the, the ability for us to put this uh, Trinity into single-layer garments are going to bring uh, a couple of products like the 1.5, performance shirt, a single-layer breathable fabric that's going to make the early season a, a completely different scent control hunting experience. The NTS, or the next-to-skin, is uh, it's a little bit beefier than a single-layer breathable garment. It's uh, two uh, very thin panels that provide an incredible uh, single layer if you decide you want to do that, or you could certainly use them as uh, base layers in the later season. But again, you're able to really add to uh, the scent absorption capacity of your apparel uh, by pairing up these items. And uh, and, I, and I think that uh, with uh, the eight primary um, versions of uh, scent blocker apparel that we're doing this year, the Alpha, the Matrix, or a couple of the new ones we're bringing out, um, really we've got we've got a bow hunter covered from early season all the way up through January. Right. So, yeah, so as you said, you've got a whole system from from base layers to – you know, heavier outer layers for late in the season, and all this stuff's going to be available, you know, within a few months down the road. And in the meantime, you like you said, to continue that process of education, and this show certainly was a, a hopefully a very helpful uh, start for people who listen. And if people want more information about Trinity and, and testing and that sort of thing, uh, I imagine you've got some resources available uh, for them, Michael. Well, it's, it's an excellent question again. Yeah, right now we're actually uh, rebuilding our website. We are going to have a, a full category all about the Trinity technology. We certainly welcome any questions that anybody might have about how it works, how long it works, um, the effic- efficacy benchmark uh, testing that we've done. Uh, you'll be seeing them coming out in print advertisements as well as uh, up on our website. Um, and, you know, when I say take the time, look around, and uh, take a look at what what's next, because uh, we're bringing it. Well, that's awesome, Michael. Uh, like we said at the beginning, scent, scent control, that's a category that uh, as long as we've got bow hunters out there trying to kill critters with good noses, it's never going to end. So it's a never-ending <laughs> quest for, for better and better, and, and uh, it sounds like you guys have... Put your put your fingers on something here that uh, is the next step in the evolution. So it's exciting. Uh, look forward to 
uh, seeing you know the feedback that you guys get, some of the additional data that you come out with, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, maybe even an opportunity to give it a try this fall and, and put it through the paces. So uh, hey, I'm like everybody else, you know, I'm always looking for a for a little extra advantage out there because, like you said, the time even for even for guys like us, you know, everybody thinks all we do is go hunting, right? But we have limited, oh. <laughs> we have limited time, you know, too much too much desk time and not enough field time. So any Anything I can do to get a couple extra percentage points odds in my favor, I'm all for it. Well, I tell you, Christian, I'll be happy to provide them for you. Um, I really appreciate the appreciate the opportunity you had to uh, bring me on board and uh, spend a little time with me on the phone. Um, if there's anything that uh, I can do for you, by all means, I would uh, extend uh, you know, a hand and anything I can help you with, just let me know. Well, thanks a lot. Uh, appreciate your time and uh, make sure to continue to keep us posted here at the magazine about uh, what's new at Robinson and uh, if you get any more of those big success stories like uh, Mr. Waddell's 192 incher uh, you send those along and, and some hero shots and maybe we can share those with our with our listeners and our readers and uh, wish you the best I uh, wish you some success in the field too I hope you uh, get that 170 year after this year yeah, I'll meet you there Christian really appreciate it Yep, take care now. Thanks. All right, bye now. Thanks for listening to Peterson's Bowhunting Radio, presented by Easton's new ultra micro diameter injection arrows. For more information, pick up a copy of Peterson's Bowhunting Magazine on newsstands now.